Hey everybody, what's going on? Welcome to Big Dumb Monsters. I'm Chris. And I'm Nick. And this week we are talking Mars Attacks, the 1996 uh, super fun uh, Tim Burton ode to B alien movies from like the 50s and 60s. Yep, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. It's exactly what it, like it, it promises to be. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we get into it, we say, you know, it's fun. Just have fun with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say. I don't know. <laughs> there really isn't. Uh, it's just, it's just a fun, goofy romp through the UFO kind of craze that they had in the sixties. Yeah. Yeah. So if, you know, if you're a fan of that type of genre, um, just that old cheesy, you know, alien horror, um, this is going to be right up your alley. Um, if you like, you know, kind of a little bit of uh, comedy mixed in with your monsters, also right up your alley. A lot of comedy. Yeah. Uh, but the comedy works so well. Um, so here we go. Mars Attacks. Enjoy. Bye-bye. Yeah, uh, well, after we're recording now. <laughs> okay. We're, we're crunch, crunch, crunch. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's better. That's better. <sighs> this movie opens on my birthday. Does it? Yeah, this flaming herd of cattle. Uh... <laughs> I love that scene. <laughs> it is like, it is a like a, I mean, if you didn't know, like, a, you know, the rest of the movie was a comedy. It is a very, like, chilling way to start a movie. It really is, yeah. <laughs> this flaming, like, stampede of cattle. Yeah. But if, if you know what you're getting into, you know and you can visualize, like, this sets the tone right off the bat. Yeah, yeah. This is a goofy fucking movie. Uh, but enjoyably. So at least, you know, for my part of things anyway, I will say enjoyably. Yeah, enjoyably no, I, I loved it. I've, I think when we were first talking about this, I think I told you, like, I hadn't seen it until... Oh, Jesus Christ. I think I haven't seen this movie since it was new. Oh, really? Like, I, I, I think we, re- like, when we, when we were able to get it to rent, then, then I saw it. Yeah, I saw this when it first came out, and then, um, like, sporadically, just here and there through the, you know, throughout the year, this movie's 26 years old. Like, holy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, does, it doesn't feel good. Nothing feels good anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um... And yeah, just like here and there, you know, if I catch, it's like a good cable movie. Like if I see, you know, I'll throw it on. Um, like not to rehash the same old shit, but like this is a perfect Saturday afternoon fucking movie. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, I was watching it this morning and like just again, that perfect sweet spot of just like, yeah, really, you know, I I do have a lot to do today, but like right now I can afford to watch a movie. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to do anything. I want to watch Goofy Movie. This is perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you lay on the couch and just throw it on. Or like me, lay in bed suffering from a hangover and watch. <laughs> Trying not to die. Yeah. <laughs> this I, is I mean, the, uh, the first podcast, at least in the studio, uh, where you have not had a drink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
couple dads doing coffee today. Yeah. <laughs> the Bartesian machine is quiet this afternoon. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Lonesome. I, on the other hand, have dug into a PBR. Yeah. Uh, good old standard uh, go-to classic. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, we went out for my wife's birthday last night, and I drank too much. <laughs> I did too much. Yeah, it's... It was a lot. It was a good time, though. Uh, the bootleggers treated us good, but I don't want to go back. <laughs> we did. We did go to Ryan's Wake for uh, dinner, though, and that was all right. Marvelous. They had a uh, they had a Reuben that like I'd, I'd probably murder you for one right now. <laughs> like if that would There's if that would net me one. Than, like a, a a perfectly executed Reuben. Oh, uh, dude, the corned beef was. Thick, like it was. I've, I've, I've had some shitty ones in my day. Yeah, it, it, this wasn't like the deli cut. This they cut this right off the fucking roast. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> now I'm sad. Now I'm like, now I'm gonna get Reuben for dinner. <laughs> oh, it was gonna be chicken wings, damn it! But now mm. it's Reuben. I mean, you could do both. Twenty year old me would would have no problem <laughs> wanting to do both of those. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> back uh. to this movie. Um. Yeah, it, this um, this I, I think when I first saw this, like this kind of fell in the the comedy horror equation too a little bit far on the on the comedy side for my tastes. Yeah, but I think now like I'm, I'm appreciating like it, it does toe that line a lot better than I think I initially gave it credit for. Um, I think. Ooh. I think what helps with that is like you're older now, so you understand satire. Yeah, that also. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because this is like, like we were saying um, for American Werewolf, that is the perfect blend of horror and comedy for a horror movie. Yeah. This is the perfect blend of like, like it's I guess not even horror, but like the sci-fi. Yeah, carnage. You know, yeah, carnage yeah. that like that to comedy, just on the opposite spectrum. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I like. I don't know where I was going with that, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, so like uh, as our synopsis that we always kind of forget to do. Oh yeah, today we're we're talking about Mars Attacks. Yeah. Um. Ak 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 ak. Yeah. Um. It was the 1996 uh, movie based on a trading card set. Yeah. A tops trading card set. I think I think it was from the 50s, maybe 60s. Even, oh really? Okay. Uh, I actually, I actually looked it up because I was curious as to you know like what they look like and what the hype yeah, is all yeah. about. They're pretty fucking cool. Have you seen any of them? I have. Like I know in the night. Actually, you know what? There's one I put on the uh, the shelf the other day. I found one as I was going through. Oh really? That stuff one of the original. '90s. Yeah, they did a '90s uh, '90s re-release. Of, like, yeah, I think the original set was in like '67. Really? Something around. Like, I thought it was like older than that i thought even maybe, maybe like the 40s no 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 it was in yeah. the 60s okay um and then yeah and then they did a second run in 94 or whatever that sounds about right yeah um yeah yeah it um i believe you know i'm not that familiar with the the, the original cards but i do believe the movie does like a good job of incorporating some of the images from the cards they did yep. the, i think the flaming cattle is one of them it is um, Jack Black, like holding the American flag, getting shot. That's one of them too. Yeah, um, I know that much. Um, yeah, cause I, I I went and looked through them, and uh, I was I was actually surprised at how many they actually incorporated into the into the movie. Huh. 
yeah, it was it was uh it's pretty good. Oh, uh, so the actual synopsis of this movie: um, Martians come to Earth. We try to peacefully talk to them. It does not go. Well. They don't want to hear any of that. <laughs> yeah. And then Mars attacks. <laughs> <laughs> And like it, it, that's really like the. Like it's the, so straightforward. The satire comes in like the government reaction, like yeah. Well, maybe like we were you know insensitive by like releasing this dove. And, oh yeah, no, yeah. no applause, no birds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out no, they're just dicks, and they want yeah. to kill everybody. Like <laughs> my favorite part was the one running around with the translator in, in the middle of yeah. all the carnage. <laughs> Stop! Don't run away. We are your friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> and I think that that could be why I didn't go back to this movie for so long because like when I saw it I was young I didn't understand like all the jokes and the, yeah. the inside shit I thought it was just a goofy ass movie about aliens and I was technically correct yeah but this movie is way smarter than I ever thought it was I think especially now it holds a little bit more weight at like post COVID yeah. Because one of the things, like, you know, again, this just didn't register at the time, was, like, the world is ending, but, like, things are still, like, going on. Jack Nicholson's yeah. like, you know, we're still going to have the schools open. Yeah. Like, President Jack Nicholson's saying this, and then Business Jack Nicholson is still, like, in the middle of a business meeting as yeah. there are UFOs, like, yeah. blowing up the Las Vegas Strip behind yeah. him. And he's, like, saying, you know, our five-year projections are going to look, you know, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was uh um, when the when the Martians invade, they're gonna have to have some place to stay. Yeah. And like the you know, just the theme of like even though the world's ending, everything still is gonna have to go on, which we just learned like firsthand. Like yeah. you know, there is a deadly virus like ravaging the planet, but you're still gonna have to come to work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shit hits home real hard. Yeah. <laughs> um dude, the fucking star power in this movie off the charts yeah i uh doing the better known as like i i'm like okay i had to like cut off like only people listed in the in the top stars part of the like the front cast part of, yeah. of imdb and like even then i think i had to go in and dig one or two out yeah just for people like oh i know we're in there and just weren't mentioned in that like yep uh yeah like you you couldn't make this today just on the the salary required alone i mean like I mean, there's some people who just aren't acting anymore and, people who are dead like, yeah and like at the at this point you had people who were very established and then you had people who will become incredibly famous yeah just on their on their way up yeah yeah exactly um, yeah, just, I mean, like, the salary of this movie alone would be, like, over $100 million. I mean, like, $100 million, I mean, um, easily, easily. I mean, you've got Jack Nicholson, Glenn Close, um, uh, Martin Short, Michael J. Fox, like... Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like, people I just forgot were in this movie, too. Like, Christina yeah. Applegate, I forget, is in this yep. movie. Um, uh, like, other... Uh, Natalie Portman? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this was 96, so... Jesus Christ, she had she's just done the professional. Two years off of the professional. That was ninety four. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> oh man, I, I I really do love this movie. Yeah. It's I mean it's it's just goofy and funny. Like this is this is probably a, a top five Tim Burton. Now yeah, now that I'm this, I'm seeing it again, I feel like this is the line in the sand for Tim Burton. I think like. 
he got a little bit too full of himself after this movie. Yeah. Because, like, I think this is the first time they were just like, you know what? Go nuts. Yeah. Like, do your thing. And, like, they got a pretty good movie. I think at the time, though, it wasn't received very well. Uh, I'm pretty sure it flopped. Yeah. I'm almost positive it did. And it's, it's, you know... uh, we do a lot of movies that like appreciate basically over the years. Yeah. People get finally start to understand them. Yep. Um, and I think this is definitely one of them. Um, yeah. Fucking both Jack, like Jack Nicholson in both of these roles is goddamn amazing. He's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> like, Cause he can play like the, the quote unquote straight man. Like he does as the president. Yeah. And then he can play the fucking sleaze bag. Like he does the, the over the top, just goofy character. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm pretty sure the real Jack Nicholson is somewhere in the middle of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, one thing I will gripe about is the the CGI does not hold up at no. all. No. Yeah. Um, there was. We'll get into that in the trivia. But there was a decision made that. Oh really? That is why it looks that way. Yeah, I mean, like you. You like practical effects would be hard in this to do, you know, full straight to finish, just because yeah, you've got some of these little aliens like running around and stuff. Yeah, and they're they're such a big particular shape. Like, yeah, they're small and skinny. Yeah, with you, giant head. Yeah, you can't get a human actor to do it because yeah. like it's just too the dimensions aren't right. Right. Um, but like you could, I think they could have done like practical effects for like shots like inside the UFOs. There were some practical effect aliens in it really were there yeah so like any of the ones that were dead that they were like cutting oh, open yeah, yeah. or things like that yeah those, those, I those were real um yeah 95 percent of everything you see is cgi yeah um and yeah and it's 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 definitely 90s cgi yeah <laughs> of course not Jurassic Park, not 90s. Jurassic Park level, but I'm sure at the time we were like, "Wow, this is amazing." Yeah. Uh, but now it's just, yeah, no, it's like, woof. <laughs> yeah, woof. If you guys could just like go over these, like just touch them up a little bit when you re-release this next time, yeah, like, that'd be that'd be nice. Yeah, I'm. Aside from the look of the CGI, there really is not much to to really complain about. Yeah, no, it's. I mean, it, it's an enjoyable movie. It's it's goofy, like just you know parody it's a spoof like yeah, yeah. um and it, i think it does it well it just plays on all those these themes from like you know sci-fi like from the 50s and 60s like that's exactly what it's supposed to be too it's 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 a love letter and a poke at those movies yeah because like you can tell that they have an appreciation for those but they also understand like these movies are still the shit and they're worth making fun of but you have to do it the right way for this movie to be executed properly yeah and i think they they really did that i um i really when i was watching this i really would like to see not a remake of this movie but i would like to see somebody do like a serious take on like a 50s sci-fi movie yeah even like have it set in the 50s if i can do it in black and white you know Um, that'd be cool yeah, like have like the the like the the clunky looking just robots like the I think one of the cool So you don't want like the Tom Cruise Day of the Earth to, or uh War of the Worlds. Yeah, no, you, I You I, want I, you want like an actual throwback. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like just give me like a serious like you know, just take the comedy out of it. Like I want the like the um 
where specifically in the movie where I was thinking this was in the trailer park scene at the end where they've got the that big just giant like robot monster yeah. and it's chasing Lucas Haas down the highway. Yep. Like I want to see like that type of stuff done like real because that's another scene that's like terrifying if you yeah. think about it. Like yeah. he's just in this shitty pickup going, you know, full speed trying to outrun this giant machine that's yeah. just running him down. Yeah. And that's right after his trailer get got picked up and smashed against the other. I yeah. laughed my ass off when he did that. <laughs> it's like a kid playing with like cars or something, you know? Like <laughs> fucking Joe Don Baker is I, dead. Yeah. <laughs> and fucking Jack Black, man. Look at him in this. Yeah. Svelte. <laughs> <laughs> this is also, you know, not only before Tim Burton ran away with himself, like also before Jack Black ran away with being Jack Black. Yeah. He that's that's kind of the only role he does now is yeah, uh as Jack Black. Jack. Yeah. <laughs> Just, just be yourself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I make a lot of loud noises and wave my arms. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Can we bring KG in on this? <laughs> um, I do love Jack Black though. <laughs> uh, great scenery. Like uh, the shots are set up really cool. Like uh, especially any of the ones that show like the big monuments. Yeah. Oh. You know who we didn't mention in our, our list of stars? Fucking Pam Greer. Yeah, Pam Greer, Jim Brown. Fucking smoke show in this, too. Yeah. Like, she aged like fine wine. This was, I think, right after Jackie Brown. Um, so it's like right as she's, like, you know, has a career resurgence. Yeah. Yeah. Which is also a fucking great movie. I love it Jackie It really is. Um, she looked better in the 90s than she did in the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> That's a yeah. very strong argument. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and uh, one of these kids is Ray J. Yeah. Uh, we'll go on uh, shortly after this to shoot a porno with uh, Kim Kardashian. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. So he was in this and that. <laughs> uh, the other kid was in a bunch of stuff, too. I looked him up. I don't know if he made the uh, better known ass cut. Yeah. Um, but he was definitely in like, a, like known movies. Yeah. I want to see even like a Star Trek or two. Dude, like everybody that was in this is in awesome shit. Yeah, I mean, like, in every scene in this movie, you have a known actor talking yeah. to a known actor. <laughs> I could have swore I saw Brian Cranston in this movie, but I don't huh. It may not have been him, because I scoured IMDb looking for it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see it. Yeah, maybe it was, like, an uncredited thing, because right around maybe. then, he, he... This is pre-Malcolm in the Middle, I believe. Yeah. Um, And then, like, he, he was probably just known for being on Seinfeld for, like, one or two episodes at this point. Yeah. You can hear daughter going hard on the squeak toy. <laughs> um, there there he is. is. Probably with the squeak toy also. Let's see. Where is he? Where is he? What are you doing, buddy? Maybe he went to the porch. We'll let him be. <laughs> yeah. Let it be. Let it be. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, when, when they have that that one alien and they're doing the autopsy on it yes the one that the, the guy that turns and says whatever about it like he's he's only got the one line yeah that dude looked like Brian Cranston like that's uh, okay yeah I know what scene you're talking about yeah, it's so like Pierce Brosnan's there I think so yeah I mean it may it might not have been him but I, I like to think that it was <sighs> like Tim Burton like I there are plenty of critiques of Tim Burton, which are all valid. Yeah. But, like, this is this movie is perfect for him. Just, like... You know what's crazy, though, is, like, this one doesn't drip with that Tim Burton aesthetic. It's not over the top, but I think at the same time, it would have hard to have been... 
it would it would be very hard to go over the top, I guess, for this movie is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like, you know? like how how far do you go beyond what he's already got here? Yeah. yeah. Um, aside from like a shitload of violence, I think, which they had but then had to cut, um, that's really all they could do. I wonder if there's like a, a director's cut like version of this with all that extra violence in it. I don't know. Because those cards are pretty violent, if I remember correctly. They are. I mean, the one I have over there is like a, a dude with like being stabbed through the eye with like a Martian <laughs> Um, <coughs> I want to say the 90s were more akin to like Garbage Pail Kids cards where the the original ones were just kind of edgy for the 60s. Yeah, yeah. You know, they had that like that like underground comic book kind of thing going on. I think like the red and green skeletons is like right out of that too. The like the ray guns that just leave like the the charred remains. Um, I don't think it was. Oh, really? No, because I don't. I don't think so. So I think that was something that they intentionally did in this because this was supposed to be coming out around Christmas time. Huh? Yeah. Which I gotta tell you, I loved <coughs> the the fact that the the skeleton would be left like whatever color the the ray was yeah 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 I, it's a real cool like look you know? yeah uh, oh just... man i'm out of coffee already <laughs> yeah i mean like just the whole like every the look of this movie everything just clicks with like tim burton and like the feel of everything like yeah um i like that everything looks like it's obviously set in the 90s but everything looks like it's from the 50s yeah you know, um, <coughs> there's a little bit of that, like, Dr. Strangelove, uh, war room kind of aesthetic thing going on. Yeah. Even, like, the the government reaction is very much along the lines of, like, Dr. Strangelove of, like, it's, you know, the same pair. They're parodying the same thing. Yeah. You know, just this bureaucracy trying to deal with this, like... Yeah situation that a bureaucracy cannot swiftly like react to no especially because you have to consider that it's one country trying to make all the decisions for the entire globe right now man i love the design of those aliens like <laughs> they're so unique like you you can't mistake those for some other movie like yeah yeah no you know exactly what's that what that's from like yeah Oh man, it, it's like a really cool. I um, I love Rod Steiger in this movie too. The, just the really, like, just the angry like, oh god, like reaction he has to everything. <laughs> like this scene in particular when they when they turn on the uh, the translator for the first time and it's like uh, uh, something something that mows like a harvest and yeah. he just goes, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> I fucking love it. <laughs> When he gets shrunk down, he's still just yelling. Yeah, yeah. we'll fight you on the beaches. We'll fight you in the streets. <laughs> Crunch. Oh, Mo. <laughs> Jack Nicholson's reaction to that. <laughs> oh, it's it's funny to watch Jack Nicholson's president character just like his world and just completely fucking collapses, and you just watch him just get beaten down scene by scene. <laughs> oh man yeah nobody did a bad job in this movie yeah I mean like everybody like had fun with it I mean like that's really all you can do like it's that's how you make it good is just 
I think I think that's part of why it was so good. It's like everybody realized what kind of movie it was. Yeah. So nobody was like fooled into playing it straight. Yeah, just lean into it. Do yeah. what you want. Yeah. Yeah, and all the all the goofy technology. <laughs> it's all like very boxy with fucking uh, satellite dishes spinning on top of them. Yeah, yeah. It's all it's it's just dumb shit. Like I uh, like, the, like when when we see the Martians like on Earth, they're in these cool like battle suits, and then like when they're in the UFOs, they're all just wearing bikini briefs. Yeah, it's just, like, just it's very weird. Chilling in their underwear. <laughs> Like this advanced civilization, like you don't yeah. invent clothes. <laughs> yeah, I was watching it with Shelly, and she goes, "Why are they in their underwear?" <laughs> like I don't know. I guess they don't like wearing clothing. <laughs> that's something that never like struck me, like until I watched it this time. Like yeah, yeah. they're just chilling out, like yeah, just hanging. <laughs> oh, how fucking great is Tom Jones? <laughs> <laughs> He's another one who just leans into the yeah. role, like yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, he has to lean because his cock is so huge. <laughs> He's always just leaning forward, yeah. <laughs> He's leaning into anything that he does, really. <laughs> oh, I, Annette Benning was another person I completely forgot was in this movie. Another like yeah. person who's known for just serious acting, mm -hmm. like just having fun. <laughs> um, all right, let's let's I say it's time we go to the ratings on this. You want to rate it? Yeah, I mean, um. In, I mean, in terms of just being a fun, goofy, like, sci-fi movie, you cannot go wrong with this. Um, you know, if that's what you're in the market for. Yeah, no, like, it executed what it wants to do. Yeah, perfectly. I'm going to go, like, eight on that. Um, yeah. Just for, like you said, it's perfect, like, Saturday afternoon movie. Um, it's just, it, it's fun. It's, yeah. it's what it needs to be. Like, you know, you, you're not here to, like, deeply think about this. It's just fun and goofy. And, we don't like, get these anymore. Yeah. You don't get satire anymore you get parodies parodies and goofs which i'm tired of like there's nothing smart or clever yeah. about any of that yeah the, the, it seems like the the the, the go-to comedy formula is now like just do the naked gun yeah and, like it doesn't matter how good we make the jokes just make them goofy and over the top and like yeah people will go and like uh, there hasn't been a good movie like that like no like I couldn't... scary movie ruined that entire genre of movie. Yeah. Well, okay. So, scary movie didn't ruin it. <clears throat> the subsequent sequels and knockoffs ruined it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like the first. Uh, I remember the first scary movie being good. I don't remember the. I don't. I know I've seen the second one, but I don't remember. But like, yeah. once you get into like scary movie, like three, four, they're up to like even five. I'm going to say probably. Yeah. And then like yeah, like you said, the shitty like just the spinoffs and the knockoffs and like. It just takes the whole. It takes the whole fun out of the whole like genre. Yeah, anything that had movie at the title at, in, in the the ending of the title. Yeah, you knew it was going to be trash. Yeah. Um, but this, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, eight, eight is probably where it sets. Like cool monsters. Uh, you know, it's just fun. It's just it, that's like it's if not... it had if it had really good CG, it'd be a nine. Oh yeah 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 if, yeah. Like I said, if you could like do like a you know. A special edition of this with like redone CGI. Yeah. Oh, that would be amazing. Yep. Um, just touch up those aliens a little bit. <laughs> I don't see. I don't think the problem was really the alien. The the aliens looked good. Yeah. It was like the things around them that looked like shit. You know, like um, the 
the the dog Sarah Jessica Parker thing. Oh, those look like, really bad. That, yeah, that yeah, looks like shit. Yeah, you're right about those. I, I didn't even think about those. Yeah, but uh, like the the one that springs to mind too is like there's in the first scene after like the Nevada the first contact like there's the, you see the two aliens like dragging her up the steps and like that looks really bad. Too. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. yeah yeah yeah. Oh man, but yeah, I just I just wish the CGI were like better. Mm. Um, she's fantastic. I forget her name, but the the grandmother yes. here. Uh, we'll get to that in the, in the better known as. She played uh, Juno and Beetlejuice. Juno and Beetlejuice, yeah. <laughs> Not your coach. <laughs> he died. Oh, he survived. <laughs> he survived. <laughs> Men's room. What are you talking? Get out of here. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I think we're we're both in solidarity. Solidarity. Yeah. Eight. Okay. Moving on. Yeah, let's do, uh, let's do some trivia. Not to bother you with trivia. I used to think they were kind of trivial. There's actually some really good ones in here. Um, Jack Nicholson accepted the role without reading the script uh, since he enjoyed working with Tim Burton on Batman and wanted to work with him again. I can see that. I can mean, you? But can you imagine how good that must feel for Jack Nicholson to go? Yeah, I want to work with you again. Like, yeah, the a titan of cinema, just going. I like you. Let's work again. I mean, that's another movie you can tell. Like, he just had fun doing Batman. Oh like, yeah, being the jo- I mean, like, I this is like this this change this ranking changes on like any given day of the week. But I, I will say he is the second best Joker in my opinion. Uh, behind my, my favorite being Mark Hamill. Yeah. Uh, you know, as the cartoon Joker. Yeah. Oh, he did it for so long, too. Yeah. He only recently stopped, like, in the past yeah. couple of years, I think. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I wanted to, I don't, can't remember exactly when, but yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, and he just nails the voice. Like, that, that's the voice I hear when He's I He's got the Joker. attitude of it. Like, yeah. Like, it just nailed. Uh, let's see here. Um... Producer-director Tim Burton visited Tom Jones backstage, one of his Las Vegas shows, to ask him to appear in the movie. <clears throat> Additionally, Jones's actual backup singers at the time, um, Darrell Porter Holden, Christy Black, and Sharon Hendricks, played his doomed backup singers in the movie. All right. Which I think is cool. Yeah. Like, I don't know, uh, maybe Tom pushed for that or... It might have just been easiest, like, if they were filming... Because that's one thing I wonder. Like, I wonder if that was in the actual studio, like, or next <coughs> studio, the theater, where he was performing at the time. Yeah. It might have just been the easiest way to capture it all, you know? Well, that's possible. Uh, Tim Burton called Pam Greer and asked her to fly to Los Angeles for an audition. Uh, she said she wanted to do it, but couldn't because her dog was terminally ill. He called her back several times and eventually decided that... She had already auditioned by not leaving her dog since her character in the movie refused to leave her son. All right, yeah. Like, yeah. that's a little hokey, but... <laughs> if, if that's it, the story you're going with, Tim, sure. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Or he was just like, man, I really want Pam Greer in this movie. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, this is right after Jackie Brown, so, like, she was, you know, pretty, pretty like, she was a hot commodity at that point. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know how how into like the history of cinema Tim Burton would really be. I mean, probably pretty deep into it, but I don't know if he's like really into those like seventies era black exploitation movies. Yeah, I mean, like Tarantino, like, I like, can see you yeah, being Tarantino into that. Yeah, Tarantino, yeah, Tim him. Burton on the other hand, uh, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. He always seemed like he was more of the artsy kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, blah, 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 blah. In the first drafts of the script and in the novelization, the Martians' ray guns had a variety of lethal graphic effects. Victims were bisected, body parts were cut off, huge holes were blown into them. Um, other victims were melted, shredded, or turned into a flame. Uh, to avoid an R rating from the MPAA, the producers toned down the effects of the Martian rays and victims were just reduced to skeletons. Hmm. So, I guess it never got to the filming aspect of yeah, all that yeah. really gross shit. But now I'm interested in the novelization of this movie. <laughs> yeah, I really wish they would have done like an R-rated version of this. Yeah. This fucking uh, the, the desert strike fucking scene. <laughs> Uh, Producer-director Tim Burton pitched the idea of this movie to Warner Brothers by showing them the Topps trading cards that inspired the screenplay. Now, I don't know if he showed them the original ones or, like, the 94 reissues. Yeah. Um, Probably the originals. I bet you the 94s came about because they were working on this. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, because if this came out in 96... It means they probably started working on it in 94, 95. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it would have been pitched maybe like 93 around there. Yeah. Of course, I it, it was probably easier for him to collect those old cards at this point, too. Because, like, right now, the prices on those, the uh, the originals, stupid money. Yeah, yeah, I don't doubt it. Which I'm sure is partially because of this movie. Um, but, yeah, I was looking up some of the prices on them. Like, I think there was, like, 30 or 50 in the, in the original set. Hmm. And... Most of them go for like 250 bucks a pop. Jeez. Except for the first couple, which are like three to five grand. <laughs> but I guess if you got Tim Burton money, it's not really a problem. <laughs> yeah, he's got a couple bucks at that point. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, the mothership has a container holding the fat clown from Batman Returns. Huh. Yeah. I did not notice that. Yeah. I'm sure that there's a ton of, like, hidden in the background shit in this movie. Yeah, yeah. But we'll have to keep an eye out for that. Yeah, no shit. Um, Tim Burton had wanted to bring the Martians to life via stop-motion animation as an homage to the... Ray uh, Harryhausen? Yep, the Ray Harryhausen See, special effects. See, that I would like to have seen. Uh, well, he first considered Harry Selleck, or Henry Selleck. Uh, who had directed Nightmare Before Christmas uh, as the right man for the job, but Selleck was busy with his own stop-motion movie, James and the Giant Peach, uh, which was also being produced by Tim Burton. Yeah. Um, they initially worked out uh, with a different team of animators, but when the studio refused to finance a project cost, they finally decided on computer-generated imagery uh, created by Industrial Light and Magic, which was much cheaper, um, and the ILM, 
the ILM animators made the CGI purposely look a bit cheap and fake as per Burton's request. Mm. Although he decided against animating the Martians without uh, motion blur, which would have made them seem more stop motiony. Yeah. So I get what he was trying to do. He was like, let's make it look like a throwback thing where yeah, the special effects look, look like shitty. A, like a cheesy special effect. But I think like... At the time, might have worked. Now... Yeah. Just makes it look bad. Yeah, like the CGI at the time, I'm sure, like they said, it was cheaper. I'm sure, like the look was like to do was just way easier. Like, yeah. But like going back now, looking at it, like I, if if I were looking at stop motion animation versus that now completely out of date computer animation, I would have been like, yeah, oh, the stop motion looks amazing. You know? Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, I, I really would have liked to have seen them as stop motion. That would have been, I think, yeah. I would have made it better. I think. Even if they did like a, a split. So if it was like stop motion on some of the stuff or like and CG where they're actually interacting with people. Yeah, use the CGI to enhance like that stuff when you need it, you know. Yeah. Don't go f rely on it full time. Yeah. <coughs> um so Johnny Depp turned down the role of reporter Jason Stone. Yeah. Which blows my mind that Johnny Depp said no to Tim Burton. Yeah, at this point this is again like it would have been like 95 or so, so Yeah, Edward Scissorhands was out. Yeah, this is Ed Wood was out. Right? Pre, yeah, Ed Wood was ninety four, I believe. Yeah, or yeah. So the like, yeah, this is pre Pirates of the Caribbean. So he's not like a mega huge like, he's huge, you know, at that point. But yeah, you know, not like out of you know out of reach. Huh. I wonder if he was. I wonder if he had something else on the horizon that he was he was going for. Maybe. Because this seems like a movie that Johnny Depp would want to do, especially with the rest of the cast. Like, yeah, you know, all these people. Yeah. I like Michael J. Fox in that role, though. Yeah. Um, the Martians land in Pahrump, Nevada, home of radio talk show host Art uh, Bell. Bell, yeah. Yep. Bell is uh, well known for featuring guests who are involved in one way or another with the subject of outer space life. Uh, this ranges from scientists investigating the possibility of extraterrestrial life to people who claim to have been contacted, kidnapped, examined, or impregnated, sometimes all of the same time, uh, by space aliens. Yeah, he used to host the show Coast to Coast AM. Yeah. Which is still on, but it is a just a shadow of what it used yeah, it's to be. Just way watered down. Now it's just right wing talk radio, basically. Like yeah. crypto bullshit and stuff like that. But like you can still they'll still they on Saturday nights they play uh, wear and time with Art Bell, it's called. Like, yeah, they'll play it like for a couple hours before coast to coast, and like those shows are just fucking amazing. Oh, because really? it would come on at like one in the morning, and this is like I was you know a nocturnal, blah, nocturnal person like yeah. when I was younger. Um, so like it was just perfect prime time. Like, yep. And it would, they would talk about aliens and ghosts and demons. Like it was just yeah. the fucking greatest thing to listen to. Yep. And it just, they, you know, they got this new host and, like, he just slowly, like, started just working in just bullshit, to, like... To turn it into, like, InfoWars kind of shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. lame. Yeah. And it's just, it's just not, it's just not what it used to be. Like, I love conspiracy theories. I don't like people who take conspiracy theories to the extreme. Like, yeah. that believe in all of them. Or yeah. believe in, like, the really fucking wild shit that you absolutely know is not real. Yeah. You know, like, I love cryptos, like Mothman and Bigfoot and Loch Ness Monster and 
you know, and ghost stories and shit like that. Like all that weird, yeah, off filter shit used to be just just like crazy fucking. Um, he did a, like he did a series of interviews with this priest, Father Malachi Martin, yeah, like about just possession and like, demonic shit. Like those are all you like. I can just listen to those like nonstop. I was just I was telling you um, in our group chat. Uh, I was listening to a, a four part podcast series about Heaven's Gate. Yes, and I'm pretty sure that they used to call into that show a lot. Oh, probably like, back yeah. in the like back in the. Because that's all in that same, 80s, you know, same yeah. wheelhouse. Just, oh, aliens on this comet. and they're yeah. Gonna, yeah, take us to this magical parody. Yeah, like, oh, that show used to be so great. Yeah. It was like the Howard Stern of weirdos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. <sighs> Let's see here. Uh, Tim. Actually, that, there's another, there's a Howard Stern tie-in also. I don't know if that's in your trivia. No. We will get to that when you are done. Okay. Yeah. Tim Burton co-wrote the screenplay, but asked not to receive any credit. Uh, Jonathan Gems dedicated the novelization to Burton. Um, definitely going to have to look into the novelization of this, because that... It sounds like it's better. <laughs> yeah. Sounds, sounds good. Yeah. Uh, Tim Burton reunites with Danny Elfman after not working together on Ed Wood. Uh, Burton and Elfman experienced, quote-unquote, creative differences... During the Nightmare Before Christmas, huh? Yeah, um, I don't, I don't see what there is to have creative differences about on a soundtrack that Danny Elfman is producing. Yeah, just because, let him do his thing, Tim. Like, yeah. you do the movie, he'll do the music. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's better than you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know you're like you know art house fucking kid into the Cure and shit, but like, pretty sure he's got this, man. Yeah, my, my man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Danny Elfman is a fucking genius. Yeah. Um, originally, it was planned that Jack Nicholson would play President James Dale with Michael Keaton playing Art Land. Oh, man. Yeah. That would have been cool. I would have liked to have seen that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and obviously, they had they worked together uh, for Batman in 1989. And uh, Batman Returns. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, let's see. What do we got here? Uh, where'd it go? I lost my place. <clears throat> um, Warren Beatty was originally cast as President James Dale. Uh, Paul Newman was cast when Beatty dropped out, but then left the project over violence concerns. <laughs> I yeah, I don't see Paul Newman having fun in this role like, mm. like Jack Nicholson did. No. I think he would have taken it like seriously. Yeah, he might not have really understood what they were trying to do. Well, I mean, but he might have. I mean, Paul Paul Newman's not an idiot. Yeah, he's been in some fucking great movies, but yeah. I just don't see like him like doing comedically what like Jack Nicholson did in this movie. Yeah. I think you're right. That's that shot that's like right out of it. Uh, yeah, that's all. Yeah, card. that's why I'm one of the cards. Man, there's some fucking great stuff in this movie. <sighs> oh, the um, the T-shirt worn by Richie uh, Lucas Haas. I was the, wondering what that was. This the, he wears the same fucking T-shirt through yeah. the entire movie. Even at the end, when he's getting the medal. He still yeah. has the same outfit on. Um, at the he was wearing it as a funeral. <laughs> <laughs> I, Oh, God, one of the things that made me laugh so hard at the funeral. 
is that the twenty one gun salute? Anytime the guns go off, the entire family just uh, like shudders like for a second, which is so real. Like yeah, uh, like, yep. I've seen that happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like you know it's coming, and it's still startling. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, I was also trying to figure it out because like. It looked like a cool T-shirt, yeah. And I, I wanted to see, like, oh, is that a, is that like a comic book or a band or something or like a movie or whatever? Um, it is actually a variation of the front cover of Alien Sex Fiends' 1984 studio album Acid Bath. Uh, apparently, Tim Burton is a fan of the band. Again, this art house music yeah. bullshit. Like... Well, Alien Sex Fiend is weird. Like, yeah, I don't know if yeah, you've I'm ever listened. Yeah. yeah, it's like. If I'm remembering correctly, it's it's like really weird, like techno-y, industrial kind of stuff. Like, I guess kind of like old ministry. Yeah, okay. Eh. It's, that's if I'm remembering correctly. Uh, I could be wrong. but um, So, ventriloquist Jeff Dunham used the Martian eyes, uh, I'm assuming from one of the practical effects, for... Ahmed, the dead terrorist. Oh, uh, yeah, that, that I, can, I can see that. Yeah. I hate that I know what that fucking bumper is. <laughs> My kids love Jeff Dunham. Oh, God. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I liked him when he first started kind of getting popular. And uh, I was like, was, yeah, funny when I was like 14 in the yeah. 90s. Like, yeah, and I was like, all right, I'm <laughs> kind of over this. Yeah. This, this is very one trick pony. Um, mm, 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 mm. Hugh oh. Grant was considered for the role of Professor Donald Kessler. I don't think he would have done as good a job. Yeah, yeah, like Pierce Brosnan, like another one who just leaned into the like, the goofiness of it. Yeah, yeah, but it's he played it a lot different than I think Hugh Grant would have, because Hugh Grant, I mean, as good as Hugh Grant is, he is very samey. And everything, he's always that just like upper crusty cheeky guy. Yeah. Where Pierce Brosnan has a little more, he's got a little more paint on his palate. I think. Yeah, he he plays it kind of like a clueless, like like he's a smart guy, but he's just kind of a doofus at the same time. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean that that could have been good. It wouldn't have been as good. Yeah. Um, the cast includes three Oscar winners. Uh, Jack Nicholson, Natalie Portman, and Rod Steger, and six Oscar nominees, Annette Bening, Glenn Close, Danny DeVito, uh, Sylvia Sidney, uh, Paul Winfield, and Barbette Schroeder. Huh. Who the fuck is that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, apparently somebody that was uh, nominated for an Oscar. So, doing better than me. She also didn't make the cut for better known as. <laughs> Uh, Alec Baldwin was in late talks to join the cast shortly before filming, but then dropped out. I wonder if he would have been the uh, Michael J. Fox or uh, or maybe like the Pierce Brosnan role. Oh, you know what? Martin Short, maybe. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Could have been. Which he also played that part great. Just like the uh, creepy. Yeah, movie. he was such a sleaze bag. <laughs> like Welcome to the Kennedy room. <laughs> I, I love that scene in general. Like she just, just like uh, Lisa Marie is the alien, like yeah. female is so creepy and like weird. And, yeah, yeah. It looked like she was on roller skates. Yeah, I, like I. One of the things that made me laugh was when she gets into the White House. Like he walks ahead of her and like she's like lagging behind, 
And like when the Secret Service guy turns around, she like hunches over like one of the Martians and like runs up to him <laughs> and like stands up straight. Like right as she gets there, like, it was hilarious. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, there was some trivia about about that character that I left out of here, uh, but like um, she never blinks mm-hmm. on on uh, on screen, and there are no buttons or zippers or anything. She had to get sewn into that costume. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Um, this one's fun. Tim Burton was told repeatedly that he could not kill off Jack Nicholson's character in a movie. I don't know if that was like a contractual thing or just like a, you know, like an unspoken rule or yeah. whatever. Did it twice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> then this led to his decision to cast Nicholson and two roles and kill off both of them. <laughs> Fuck you. I'll do it twice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that autopsy scene we were mentioning earlier? Um... Is it this one, or is it, I think there's another... I think there's one later on without Pierce Brosnan, too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, no, that's not Brian Cranston. Yeah, no. He just kind of looks like him. Uh, the music used to kill the Martians uh, was that of country-western singer Slim Whitman. Uh, Whitman's Indian love call and... I'm casting my lasso. Were featured. Uh, my grandmother used to listen to a lot of Slim Whitman hmm. when I was a kid. All right. So like I, I could recognize the songs, but I was like, who the fuck is I can't. And like I knew it, but I couldn't place it, and it was driving me crazy until I found that. Uh, there's the perfect segue actually, and the thing that I wanted to mention. Yeah. The ending of this movie is ripped off, like almost beat for beat, from a Howard Stern bit from 1982. Really? Yeah. Um, it, he did this bit at the time when he was working for NBC called Slim Excuse Whitman. Excuse me. WNBC. WNBC. <laughs> uh, called Slim Whitman versus the Aliens. And, like, it was, you know, the same thing. Like, I want to say even, like, some of the parts of the movie, like, are in in this bit. I don't want to say, like the, like, the desert scene is one of them. Um, I mean, right down to Slim Whitman's music is what kills the aliens. Like, really? Makes their heads blow up. Yeah, yeah. So bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you have the character of Richie Norris in this movie, and, like, the co-writer is Howard's Fred... Uh, Howard's Fred. <laughs> Howard's co-host slash, like, writing partner, Fred Norris. Yeah. So, like, there's so many similarities that, like, it's never been proven, and, like, he, he was, like, very close to just fucking suing the shit out of this dude. Yeah. But he never did, because he was just, like, it's a stupid, like horrible like throwaway bit that we did like i'm not gonna yeah. fucking sue this guy over it like yeah but it's just it's crazy that there's so many so many similarities they're just beat for beat like in this movie like, that's wild yeah yeah i know i never knew that <laughs> that's fucking hilarious though yeah <laughs> uh moving on oh do we want to uh do we want to save again or do we want to just keep going nah just keep going keep it going fuck it rock and roll that's how we live on the fucking edge uh, let's move this to the top or just make it tall. And two that's, yeah, that's, that's weird. No, it's tiny. What are you doing? I'm fucking everything up. Jesus Christ. Maybe we should have saved it. That's what I wanted to do. Okay. On to the better known as segment. The goddamn cursor is all over the place. Uh, we will start off with director Tim Burton. Uh, like pretty much everybody in this movie is somebody you know. Like this is going to be kind of a hard, better yeah. known as because you know all these people. Like, yeah, 
Tim Burton, you know, you've like, you know, Batman, Batman Returns, uh, fucking Nightmare Before Christmas, Edward Scissorhands, uh, some of the lesser known ones, Frankenweenie, Corpse Bride, uh, Ed Wood, which is a movie like I argue we should do on this podcast. Yeah. It is not a monster movie, but it is very much about the creation of like monster movies, which we love. Okay. Uh, it, I, it's definitely something I think we should, we should do. It, it is an, an amazing, amazing movie also on top of all that. Um, I'm not opposed. I, you know what? Rules be damned. We should do it. We're doing Ed Wood. Yeah. I haven't seen it in so long. That's a movie I just watch every now and again. Yeah. Uh, so I'm definitely due. Um, some of the things that he has coming up, uh, Tim Burton directing wise, uh, Beetlejuice 2, which seems to be like on again, off again, on again, off again. Like I don't constantly. want it. Yeah. Like on the one hand, like you've got Tim Burton. All right. But that, at the same time. Is that all right? Um, but you have like Michael now? Keaton. Yeah, you have Michael Keaton, which is that that you know that goes a long way with me. Yeah. Um, I don't know about the, anybody else like Winona Ryder, but or, either, you know Alec Baldwin or Gina Davis. But I, I hope so. Notorious murderer Alec Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> um, he is directing the Wednesday TV series that's going to be coming out. So, uh, is it this year? Holy shit! Interesting. Yeah. Uh, he did the Dumbo movie, which is the last movie he directed, which was. Hmm, really weird movie yeah um i you know what i really did enjoy miss peregrine's home for peculiar children yeah i, I remember seeing it. i don't remember if i liked it or not mm -hmm. it was with ava green um uh frank and weenie i remember liking the the 2012 one i i did like frank and weenie yeah uh dark shadows is a pile of shit uh, <laughs> terrible fucking it really movie. is <laughs> really is um i'm not a big musical fan but sweeney todd was pretty good uh yep loved I, it i do enjoy that movie i went and saw that in the theater twice yeah i think i hadn't seen it until within the past like five years maybe or so oh really yeah amanda got me to watch it uh i was not a big fan of big fish I haven't seen it since it was first out, so maybe I should give it another shot. It's, the movie's twenty it's like fucking it's, years old almost. Yeah, it's like it's whimsical, you know, like it's got that. Yeah, it's it's very very Tim Burtony. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Corpse Bride, I don't remember seeing. That just seems like knockoff Nightmare Before Christmas. What? Oh no, it's very different. Is it all right? Yeah, maybe I'm being a little bit too harsh. Uh, I, I was Charlie and the Chocolate Factory was all right. I didn't mind that movie. Yeah. Um, Planet of the Apes, also a steaming pile of shit. Yep, sure um, was. Sleepy Hollow was nah, okay. <laughs> Visually, it was a cool movie, but uh, uh. Um, but I mean, like he's got some classics. I mean, you know, Edward. I just mentioned the Batman movies that he did are great. Uh, Edward Scissorhands, Beetlejuice, um, uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. I'm a rebel, Dottie. <laughs> a loner, a rebel. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, that is a classic movie. <laughs> uh, all right moving on yeah uh so yeah tim burton yeah, everybody knows tim burton very art housey uh you know he's 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 the like mainstream goth guy like it's, it's yeah. what he does yeah he's your your hot topic of directors basically yeah <laughs> uh jack nicholson who i'm sure you know like, you've seen Jack Nicholson somewhere. Yeah. Uh, you know, in, in one of, you know, some of these little known classic movies such as Chinatown, uh, The Departed, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's He Nest. hasn't done a movie in 12 fucking years? Yeah. He's been retired for a while. Oh, I didn't know he actually, re like, retired. I, I want to say he's also, like, not quite all there, like, uh, a lot of Bruce oh. Willis. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That um, sucks. Yeah. He was so good in The Departed. 
like that movie is 16 years old already. Sh- no, it's not. 2006. No. Oh my god, that movie can drive a car. <laughs> <laughs> I hate everything now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, uh, just so many classic movies. Uh, I mean, A Few Good Men. God, yeah. I love that movie. Uh, Holy shit. Yeah, no, the, like, his his IMDb reads, like, a list of movies that you need to fucking watch. Like, yeah. it's really pretty much it. Yeah, The Shining. What the fuck? This mouse is, like... Are the batteries dying? Maybe. Like, it can't be. I don't know. Uh, I mean, Easy Rider. I mean, like, this is, like, I mean, going way the fuck back. Yeah. Five Easy Pieces. The Shining, for God's sake. How do we not mention The Shining? I did. Oh, all right. Sorry. How did I not mention The Shining? I don't know. Chinatown? Yeah. Oh. That's a fucking movie. Going back to 1956 is his first credit. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, Little a, Shop of Horrors, 1960. Uh, let's see. Trying to close out the tab. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Pierce Brosnan, best known probably as James Bond. Yeah. Um, middle of the pack, James Bond, if you ask me. <laughs> um, he's all right. Yeah, I mean, he's not, you know, not my favorite, and not the, not my least favorite. No, they're very watchable movies. They, they just. Although the last one he was in is a fucking terrible movie. Yeah. That's easily one of the worst James Bond movie. Uh, Die Another Day. They took a lot... For his James Bond movies, they took a lot of the spy stuff out. And that replaced was mostly it with about, like, like, you know, tech and gadgets and stuff like that. Yeah. And, like, more about him being kind of witty and, like... Yeah. So, I, I get it, I guess, but it's just not what I wanted. Yeah. I, I, I the, the Daniel Craig reboot was definitely, like, needed by at that point. Yeah. Uh, man, those are those... Are great movies, the first couple ones, anyway. Um, some of the other stuff that Pierce Brosnan's in, I mean, TV wise, he was uh, uh, in Remington Steel, that's what you know landed him the James Bond gig, yeah. Um, Thomas Crown Affair, another just basically like him playing James Bond, <laughs> like you know, not named James Bond, yeah. There was another one that was like that, too. Um, oh, what the fuck was it? Maybe we'll see it on here. Oh. Uh, uh, Dante's Peak, which was uh, on TV earlier this, uh, this very day. That was the year we had two Volcano movies. Yeah. Uh, it was um, Volcano was the other one. <laughs> what was the name of the other Volcano It was uh, Joe versus the Volcano. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Die another day. That movie's 20 years old. Oh, my God. How old is God. Goldeneye? Dad's got to say that was 94, I'm going to say. Let's see. Goldeneye was 95. It yeah. was off by a year. That's insane that he did Goldeneye and then did Mars Attacks. Yeah. 95, 96. <laughs> and then Tomorrow Never Dies was 97. Which is another, which is one of his uh, better uh, uh, Bond outings. Yeah. I forgot he was in Mrs. Doubtfire. Yep. That was, I watched that not t- too long ago, like within the past year. And that movie holds up. Yeah, I haven't seen that in a very long time. Uh, anything else? Let's see. Hammer House of Horror, 1980. No shit. Good for him. Uh, all right, moving on. If I can get to the X. There we go. Sarah Jessica Parker, uh, probably best known as, uh, what's that? Carrie Bradshaw in Sex and the City. Yeah. Uh, also known uh, from, um, it's that movie that everybody likes. The Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus, yeah. Yeah. Uh, My... 
my wife is obsessed with that movie. Yeah, same here. Uh, it was all right. Uh, eh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not you know, just not my not in my wheelhouse. But it, uh, I, yeah, I don't I don't love it, but whatever. Um, I think anything else that she was. Oh, she's in Ed Wood also. Um, Honeymoon in Vegas, which is a pretty decent uh, comedy with um, her, Nick Cage, and James Caan. She was in. Um, hold on, I can do it. I can do it. Um, not Flash Dance. Uh, not Dirty Dancing. Uh, the one with Kevin Bacon. Uh, Footloose. Footloose. Wasn't she in Footloose? I don't think so. Yeah, right there. Oh, oh yeah, Footloose. Rusty. Rusty. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, another very feminine nickname. Not really. But whatever. Uh, I think th I think she had, like, red hair in that movie or something. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Uh, but yeah, that is Sarah Jessica Parker. Yep. Moving on. There also also so known for being married to... Uh, Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick. Yeah. Uh, Annette Benning. Um, I mean, her biggest role is probably American Beauty. Um, most recently, the most notable thing she was in was Captain Marvel. Mm -hmm. uh, she was also in Death on the Nile, uh, which is uh, now on Hulu. Uh, not a commercial, just something I just happened to remember. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she was on The Sopranos as Annette Benning. Huh. Uh, I think maybe that was like christopher like having a dream about like oh maybe being maybe. in hollywood I, th I think i don't remember that character was insufferable i <laughs> fucking hated him yeah i i, re I recently rewatched the whole series and like yeah he was fucking like just a whiny bitch just, like, just loathsome yeah oh the great outdoors that's right she's uh uh dan Aykroyd's wife in that movie that movie oh, yeah. that's a movie i can always watch like I haven't seen it in so long. Oh, so is that the one? Is that the one where like the bear knocks down the door and just jumping on it on top of John Candy? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Pouncing on top. Of, yeah. <laughs> he shoots him in the ass in the end with the with the, uh, the buckshot. Yeah. Just blows all the hair off of his ass. <laughs> John Candy's ass. <laughs> the bear. The bear. <laughs> uh, yeah, classic comedy. John the Candy. Old, the old ninety uh, sixer. The old ninety. That's a reference I still make. Like. <laughs> The old 96. He's not done. It's just nothing left but grizzle and fat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Fucking uh, get a dessert down there. You throw in some t-shirts for the kids. Oh, man. I miss John Candy so much. Yeah. Oh, man. He was great. Glenn Close. Fucking amazing. Yeah. Amazing actress. Um, let's see. Some of the most recent things she was in. Uh, yeah, straight. She was Homer Simpson's mom. I forgot about that. Uh, the Simpsons. <clears throat> um, she's Nova Prime in Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, what else? I mean, probably best known, uh, Fatal Attraction. Did she, she was nominated for an Academy Award for that. Yeah. Yeah, we went over that earlier. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like I said, Guardians of the Galaxy. She's Cruella DeVille in the live-action uh, 101 Dalmatians. Yep. Uh, she was on The Shield. I never saw that show, but that, like, I heard that's a really, really good show. Yeah, I think she was like the chief, uh, the police chief or com police commissioner or something like that. Okay. Uh, maybe if I do that, it'll be easier. There we go. 
Uh, let's see. The Dalmatians movie. She was a voice in Tarzan. Assume, yeah, it's the Disney cartoon. Air Force One. Oh, yeah, Air Force One. Uh, Dangerous Liaisons. Yeah. Big Chill. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Glenn Close, like, known just acting giant. Just quality. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of acting quality, Danny DeVito <laughs> has been moving. Uh, I mean, like, comedic, like, wise, fucking Frank Reynolds, like, one of the greatest, like, TV characters, I have to say. Like, yeah. Like, all fucking time. Um, I was just, he's in 154 episodes of It's Always Sunny. That is incredible. I mean, considering, like, that show does, like, 12 episodes a season, like... Yeah. You know, it's been on that fucking long. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that might be what he's most known... I mean, like, I can't even say that's what that he's most known as. No. He's just known as Danny DeVito. Like, yeah. He's just amazing, you know? So, I mean, you go all the way back to, like, fucking... With Taxi. Taxi. Um, that's but, right, he's, he's Homer's brother. More uh, Simpson family uh, yeah. characters. Um... It's the voice of the Lorax. I didn't know that. Although that fits. Yeah. Um, no, he's been in a ton of shit. Um, that's, that's just awesome. Like fucking um, Throw Mama from the Train. Yeah. With uh, Billy Crystal? Billy, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Romancing the Stone with yep. uh, uh, Michael Douglas and Kathleen. Fucking Young. Twins. Turner. Oh, Twins. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's be the cameo is Mini-Me and... Uh, in Austin Powers, <laughs> like the Austin Powers movie. Yeah. Um, he's the voice in Hercules. Yeah, he was Phil. L.A. Confidential. That is an amazing movie. Yeah. That is easily in my top ten, like, favorite movies of all time, I would say. Is that the one with... Um, That's another one, movie with, it. like, everybody in I can, it. I can do it. Uh, oh, God. Just name an actor and they're probably... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, uh, Russell Crowe? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Russell Crowe, um, Guy Pierce, Kevin Spacey, yeah. Danny DeVito. Um, it's a 40s, like, detective movie. It's, like, Hollywood uh, in the 40s. And, like, they're all, like, on the LAPD. And it's just, like, rampant corruption and just, like, shit going down. Very much in the same vein of, like, Chinatown, basically. Yeah. Um, that movie, like, was an Academy Award factory, if I remember correctly. Yeah, uh, Deservedly it so. It, that is just a... Like I said, one of my top ten favorite movies of all time. Uh, I can just watch that anytime, anywhere. Mm. Uh, and he's like a sleazy, like uh, tabloid, like paparazzo, like publisher. Oh yeah. Uh, Get Shorty, another incredible movie that he's in. Yep. Uh, Matilda. Yeah, I've never seen that, but that's like a, a very you know, well uh, regarded movie. Uh, Renaissance Man. I really enjoyed watching that movie. It's where he's like a teacher, right? He was like a, an English teacher. Yeah. And he winds up teaching like people in the army. Yeah, like, yeah. And and uh it's it's basically his um not quite dead poet society, but like yeah. in that in that same like teacher chain. In that, in that ballpark, lives. yeah. Um kind of a goodwill hunting kind of thing. We've mentioned Batman Returns, like his, you know, turn as the Penguin. So good. Yeah. So good. Just so creepy and disturbing. It was, he was disgusting. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. At least I don't have blood dripping from, or gushing from my nose. (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) 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 
Oh, man. He's the Grundle King in My Little Pony the Movie. What? <laughs> I would assume that's just what you call My Little Pony fans at this point. Grundle Kings. Uh, yeah, whoever wrote that. Did, well, they couldn't look it up in the Urban Dictionary in 1986, no. but it would have helped them. Sure would have. Greatly. Yeah, Romancing the Stone. Oh, he was in Johnny Dangerously? Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's another hilarious movie. <sighs> What is this guy? This gun shoots through, shoots through churches and schools. <laughs> uh, we mentioned Taxi, Louis De Palma. Uh, he's in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, too, isn't he? Yeah, One uh, Flew Over yeah. the Cuckoo's Nest. Yep. Jesus uh, Christ. Yeah, he goes back to 1970. Uh, again, trying to nail down that X. There we go. Yep. Moving on. Martin Short, another comedic legend. Um, he was in the movie Inner Space, which we went on about uh, yeah. a couple episodes ago. Yep. Uh, I love that movie. Fucking Three Amigos. Three Amigos, another classic comedy. Ugh. That's a male plane. How can you tell? By the little balls hanging down. <laughs> <laughs> it's a movie I did not get as a child. A joke I did not get as a child. Uh. <laughs> you know, as much as I do love Martin Short, I hated Jiminy Glick. Yeah, I never understood the appeal of that. I, that just it was not funny to me. Like uh, it just it felt like a like um oh my god, why am I forgetting his name? Um, the man on the moon. Uh, oh, Andy Kaufman. And yeah, it felt like an Andy Kaufman just like ripoff kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I just never, I never got into that. Um. I'm trying to think of like any like what are the roles that like he mostly stands out for. I mean, he's on uh, Only Murders in the Building right now, which is a really good show on Hulu um, with Steve Martin and um, uh, Selena Gomez. Um, his standout shit would have been in like the 80s and 90s. Yeah, like 80s and 90s. Um, he has like one-offs here and there. He's in a couple of episodes of How I Met Your Mother. Um, Jack Frost and the Santa Claus Three. I never saw that one. Uh, he had a great role in Arrested Development. Uh, he was like this rich, like old guy. He was like a paraplegic, and instead of like being in a wheelchair, he was this like muscly guy carrying him around <laughs> all the time. <laughs> uh, Primetime Glick, which we mentioned, uh, just I, I never. Yeah, never I just I didn't. That. I don't know. Um, Anyway, I don't. We're just staring in silence. Yeah, you know who Martin Short is. Yeah, uh, Clifford with him and uh, 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 Charles Grodin. I never, I never understood the appeal of Charles Grodin either. Me neither. Yeah, <laughs> he's like shitty Chevy Chase. And yeah, Chevy Chase is shitty enough. I get like him being an asshole was supposed to be funny, <laughs> but like it's just him being an asshole. Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, uh, Michael J. Fox. Uh, I mean, fucking legend. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, Marty McFly, Alex P. Keaton, uh, The Frighteners. That is a movie that does not get talked about enough. I love it. I love it that so much. That is an much. amazing movie. Peter Jackson, uh, pre-Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Um, he is like a paranormal, like, con man, but like not, I mean, like, he's like. he's a, He he's, is a psychic, but he also sells it for yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, he is an actual psychic. He can talk to dead people. Uh, but yeah, like you said, he uses it to make money. Um amazing, amazing movie that just does not get enough credit. Yeah. Uh, who's um, the uh 
uh, the the main bad guy ghost there was um oh, oh it's uh, Jay- Jeffrey Coombs, isn't it? No, he's the uh, the like the FBI agent guy. Okay, okay. Uh, that was Jeffrey Combs. It was um uh um holy shit. I can do this uh, if there if my brain wasn't just ravaged right now. Um, <laughs> oh god! I, uh, I remember like Arlie Ermy is in that movie. Yeah. Um, it's it's uh, Jake. Um, again, it's like we have a, a database. You could, you could literally click on it right movies. now. <laughs> Ninety six. I feel like a fucking idiot right now. Another twenty-six-year-old movie. Oh, Jake Busey. Busey. Why? Yeah. Why could I not remember Busey? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen this in so long. I, I I gotta watch this movie again. Yeah. It's just it's so absurd. Yeah. It's another just fun like, you know. And uh, it is legitimate. Movie. It's a legitimate like scary movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like there's goofiness that goes along with it. It's got it's got that that old school Peter Jackson flair. All right, we're not going back to Michael J. Fox because I uh, can't uh, go back on, on this anymore. Oh, um, but he has a great uh, like short stint on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Does he? Um, there's like a one of the seasons like Larry moves to New York for like a little bit, and his neighbor is Michael J. Fox. And, like, they just butt heads, like, from the get-go. Oh, really? And, like, he's doing... Like, Michael J. Fox is just doing things to Larry to be a dick to him and, like, <laughs> blaming it on the Parkinson's. Like, yeah. <laughs> and, like, Larry's calling him out on it, but nobody believes him. They think he's just being mean to Michael J. Fox. <laughs> is he, is he like, playing Michael J. Fox in it? Yeah, he's playing oh, okay. himself. Yeah, like, there's one point, like, he gives him a soda and, like, you know, because he's got Parkinson's. <laughs> like, it's all shaken up. So he goes to open it and it blows up. He's like, you shook it up on purpose. Like, on purpose. He's like, no, I didn't. He's like, it's Parkinson's. Like, <laughs> Uh, oh yeah fuck oh it's so funny uh oh shit i think i just clicked off somebody i didn't you sure did uh there's a way to get back oh rod steiger yeah 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 uh definitely wanted to mention rod steiger professional angry man yeah (laughs) like we mentioned he's the uh the one general who just immediately wants to nuke the aliens. Uh, my microphone is not aligned. There we go. Much better. Yeah. Um, he is another like actor who's just been around forever. I want to say, I would say if this fucking mouse would cooperate, uh, his credits go back to, I think, 1950. Yeah, know, 1950. Yeah, it's, it showed he was born in the 20s. So. Yeah. Um, some of the notable things he was in. On the waterfront... I mean, like, legendary movie with Marlon Brando. Hmm. Um, I want to say Marlon Brando won an Academy Award for that movie. Um, he won, it was in the 1955 version of Oklahoma. Um, let's see. This dude was doing at least two movies a fucking year. Cranking them out. Uh, the Longest Day is a legendary World War II movie, I believe. Yeah. Um, Doctor was Zhivago. that uh, was the longest day a John Wayne movie? Uh, let's see. Up, oh, did I pass it? The yeah. longest day. Let's see. 
Uh, it appears so. Yep, John yeah. Wayne. Yeah. Uh, all right, it actually went back. <laughs> yeah, like John John Wayne's westerns are great. I think his war movies are better. Yeah. He's just less well-known for them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, In the Heat of the Night. Great, uh, great fucking movie. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, him and Sidney Poitier, who just passed recently. Uh, let's see. Uh, the Amityville Horror. That's right. He's the priest in that movie. Oh, that's right. I, I just recently watched that. It, it fucking, it holds up. Yeah, I haven't seen that in a long, long time. Um, It's, it is basically the template for the modern horror house or uh, haunted house movie. Like it just, it hits every like, yeah. everything that you kind of want. And I mean, it does it in, it's a little, I, I don't want to say primitive, but it's like, you can tell it was. It was before it was a trope, basically. Yeah, like, it was yeah. like, it was finding all these things on its own. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's right. He was in the episode of The Simpsons where Homer joined the Naval Reserves. His name was Captain Tennille. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little on the nose for The Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pool Hall Junkies. Uh, moving on, Tom Jesus Jones. Jesus Christ, look how leathery he is in that picture. <laughs> yeah. Looks like a fucking strip of fucking rawhide. Yeah. That man has spent some time in the sun. <laughs> uh, the real sun or, or the artificial one, I'm assuming. Yeah. He's done some tanning. Uh, I mean, he's most well-known as being Tom Jones, the singer. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's been in some stuff here and there over the years. Uh, another voice on The Simpsons. Uh, he was in an episode of The Fresh Prince. Uh, Fantasy Island, which showed up a lot in these uh, these IMDb's. Yeah, I was looking at today. Um, Emperor's New Groove. Um, everybody loves Tom Jones. Yeah, I used to have Tom Jones vinyl. Really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lucas Haas. Uh, he was Richie Norris. Um, he was uh, probably had more success as an actor as a child. Uh, doesn't you know? Isn't really as well known now. Um, he's been in some big movies, though. Uh, the Revenant in 2015. Uh, you were pointing at something. Uh, you go up a little bit. I think I saw... Uh, um, Brick? Is that the one with um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Uh, it could be. It's 2005. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, yeah, that movie's fucking great. Yeah? Yeah. I've never heard of it. Teenage loner pushes his way into the underworld of a high school crowd. All right. It's it's really cool because like the, the dialogue is... It, it, like it's it's got that like crime noir dialogue to it, yeah, but yeah. in um everything else is a modern movie. Oh, directed by Ryan Johnson. Wow. Yeah. When was this made? Two thousand five. Yeah. Huh. All right. Um, check that movie out. It's it's super good. Yeah, I can't believe I've never even heard of it. Huh. Uh, the, the like the dialogue stuff is a little jarring at first. Yeah. Um, but. It's it's fine and it plays out like a crime like an old school crime noir with uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt being like the the private dick kind of character. All right, but in high school, um, he is probably most well known as the kid from that movie Witness with Harrison Ford. He's the Amish kid like who sees a murder. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. Uh, he's also in Inception. Uh, let's see, maybe I'm just too far from the. Uh... That could be yeah. Yeah, it's moving a little bit better. Uh, oh, is it a movie called Meth Head? 
Crazy Eyes. Uh, Inception, I mentioned. He was on Entourage for a couple episodes. The Brothers Bloom, which is a pretty decent movie um, with uh, Mark Ruffalo and Adrian Brody, I believe. Oh, no shit. Yeah, they're like... He's like bank robbing brothers in like the 30s maybe or something like that or the 20s. I just – I don't even like looking at Adrian Brody. Like, <laughs> he's uncomfortable to look at. He's, he's just – he looks like a bag of elbows. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's on the, the show right now, Winning Time, about the Lakers in the 80s. Yeah. And he plays Pat Riley and like – I hear that's a really good show. It is pretty good. Uh, John C. Riley plays Jerry Buss, the owner of the Lakers, and he's like yeah. – he's, Yeah, he's awesome at it. But yeah, like he's just like – He's very, like you see, he looks like a bag of elbows. Like, he's just very <laughs> angular and, like, he just looks like it hurts to be, like, in his vicinity. Like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, let's see. Lucas Haas. Oh, he played, um, I'll get to it. He was in an episode of Indiana Jones Chronicles. Oh, played Norman Rockwell, I want to say. Yep, Norman Rockwell, Indiana Jones Chronicles. Oh. Which sounds way awesomer than it actually came out. Yeah, we bitched about that show a while back. Yeah. Deservedly so. Yeah. Uh, Solar Babies. <laughs> I remember that movie from the 80s. Um, it was like a futuristic, like, I want to say like they were like a, some kind of sports team and they won water if they won. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, he was in both the 80s Twilight Zone and in the, the 2000s. The early 2000s one, it looks like. Uh, there we go, yeah. Uh, so we had uh, huh. checking off two boxes there. Yeah. Uh, we mentioned Witness. Uh, and that's really about uh, all the, the bigger things he would be. Uh, Trapper John MD. Trapper, that shows up on here a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Natalie Portman, uh, who we mentioned. Is uh, amazing. Yeah, you know Natalie Portman. Uh, she's in the Thor movies. Um I mean, she's the professional, which we go on and on about here, deservedly so. Yeah. Because that movie is amazing. Yep. Um, yeah, that was her first role, the professional, 1994. Uh, and then this was, uh, I mean, after that, she's in Heat, uh, Beautiful Girls. Oh, my Girls, God. You know. Dude, I, I think I was telling you guys, like, I watched Heat. It's been uh, on like a lot recently, yeah. Two, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, something like that. The movie is so fucking good. Like, yeah. it's stupid. <laughs> it's fucking stupid how good that movie is. Uh, she is in the Star Wars prequels, uh, closer with uh, Clive Owen and um, the hell else was in that movie? That was, that was a good movie though. I don't remember it. Uh, v for Vendetta. Yeah, that I was really good. A while. Uh, I mean, again, you you know who Natalie Portman is. Um, Black Swan, which I believe she won an Academy Award for. I think you're right. Ursh was at least nominated for it. Yeah. Uh, she will be Thor in the next Thor movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, female Thor. Yeah. Uh, Annihilation, that was a pretty good movie. Uh, that was like a sci-fi uh, movie. Uh, who directed that? I want to see if somebody knew. Alex Garland, uh, who um, just announced something, I think, this week. Hmm. Uh, bum, 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 bum. He directed X Mach. Hey, uh, he's doing Halo? Huh, all right. Not what I was thinking of, but all right. Oh, uh, man. That's... That's the trailer for that came out like this week, I believe. Uh, I don't know what that is. Yeah, it looks like a creepy, like, kind of like horror movie. Yeah. Um, He did X Mach. You know, I want to say he won some kind of a. This is just shit he's written. Where's the directing? Yeah. Only done five movies, huh? 
Ex Machina, Annihilation, uh, Devs, which is a TV series. Hmm. All right. Good for Alex. Yeah. Uh, oh, Natalie Portman is who we were talking about. Yeah, again, you know yeah. who Natalie Portman is. Yeah. Uh, Jim Brown, uh, he pl- played Byron Williams in this, the former heavyweight champion. Uh, another just like legend from back in the day. He was in the Dirty Dozen. Yeah. Uh, the Running Man, Any Given Sunday. Um, he was bigger like in the 70s and then kind of went away for a while. Uh, original Gangsters, I remember that movie. It was like the uh, the movie in the 90s when they got like all the 70s like black exploitation stars together in one yeah. movie. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna get you, sucker. Yeah, like a spoof of all those movies. Uh, I mean, like I keep most... forgetting that that was not from the '90s. Yeah, it was '88, so it wasn't that far out of the '90s. Uh, but of course, he is uh, probably you know, aside from acting, most known as <clears throat> an incredible football player. Oh, he was the man. He's the the Coke commercial, right? Oh, it's me, Joe Green. No, that was yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, Mean Joe. <laughs> uh, the Dirty Dozen. The I Spy Show with uh, the, the He Who Shall Not Be Named. <laughs> uh, Lisa Marie, who played the uh, the alien, uh, the female. Uh, I think it was just Martian Girl. Uh, is, is the actual... Let's see. Yeah, Martian Girl yeah. is her credit. Um, she was, uh, she was you know, involved with Tim Burton for a while. She was like his... I think like he left her like right after she married him, basically. Uh, left her for... Uh, Helen the Bottom Carter. Yeah, um, but she's been in some uh, some known movies, Tales of Halloween, which is a pretty good, uh, pretty good like horror anthology. I always see that and I skip over it because I I'm not super big on anthologies. It was pretty good. It was it was fun. It was enjoyable. Yeah, uh, Dana Gould is in one of the segments. That, that's really oh, good. It? It's about like two like two dudes who live on a street who are like he's like more of like an old school Halloween type of guy, and there's like yeah. A younger guy who's into like gory like makeup and effects, and they get into like a Halloween like decoration war. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. Um, uh, Lords of Salem, the uh, yeah Rob Zombie movie, not good. Yeah. Uh, speaking of not good, she's also in the Tim Burton Planet of the Apes movie. Yep. Um, and Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow. She is also she, uh, she plays Vampira in Ed Wood, uh, which is probably her biggest uh, role. On uh, like her third role, also yes, like, um, but yeah, that's who that's who played the Martian girl, uh, Sylvia Sidney. We we are getting to the end of the better known as finally. Yeah, we have only four more after this one. Born in nineteen ten. Yeah, her Jesus first movie Christ was nineteen twenty six. Uh, we'll we'll get home. We go way back there because it's way the fuck back. <laughs> uh, the movie called The Sorrows of Satan in nineteen twenty six. All right. Um, let's see. After that, I mean, most notably, she's probably you know known for Beetlejuice, uh, Juno, the the after like life case worker. Yeah. Uh, looks like she was the nineteen thirty two version of Madame Butterfly. Um, Which I mean, we're we're saying that she's that's what she's best known for. Probably that's what she's best known for for our particular audience yeah 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 like i'm, I'm sure there are you know yeah, like when i say that i'm speaking old school right. movie buffs that are like no 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 you are a fucking heathen <laughs> and we are yeah we don't, we don't argue that yeah uh, actually she was in lame as a rob in 1952 um let's see like i always try you to know tell, you like, were in old shit when the sponsor's name was in the show like if you were on something on like the dumont network yeah. like yeah you've been around a while philco television presents <laughs> she was on the Age is Enough TV series. Oh, she's in Damien uh, the Omen 2, uh, WKRP in Cincinnati. 
the love boat shows up again. Yep. Magnum PI. I was hoping Trapper John. Yeah, Trapper John shows up again. Um uh, Beale Juice, which we mentioned. Yep. Uh, ah, diagnosis murder. <laughs> and Fantasy Island again. And there, apparently there was one in the nineties. Yeah. I I was hoping like if if anybody she was going to be a, a murder she wrote. I was going to say that. Yeah, yeah. And she is not, surprisingly. God damn. Uh, moving on. Paul Winfield. Uh, I will get right. Well, he was uh, most notably, he's probably known uh, as the, the cop from Terminator. Um, he was in Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. Mm-hmm. But I will cut right to it. The reason I saved Paul Winfield uh, is because he was on... Batman Beyond. Batman Beyond <laughs> in 19... No, no, no. He was on... I am going to get to it. Murder, she wrote. five. Detective Lieutenant Starkey. Oh, it feels good to go. This one went down to the wire. Let me tell you. <laughs> I, um... Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like... Because, like, there's so many people in this movie. Yeah. Like, right off the bat. So, like, I only went to the ones who were in the top listing. Uh, luckily, he was there. Uh, like, I had the the, like, the rest of the listing open to go to if I needed to. Yep. Uh, but thankfully, I did not. Because, that like, there are so many people in this movie. Really? Uh, I'm sure there, there might even be more people who were in Murder, She Wrote. But, like, I'm not going through Maybe. all that shit. Yeah. <laughs> the amount of fucking people that are in this movie. Yeah. Uh, but Paul Winfield, uh, Murder, She Wrote. He was the general. Uh, and this, the one who gets uh, the first person to get killed by the Martians. The Colin Powell knockoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Pam Greer, who we mentioned, another uh, 70s icon. It's Foxy Brown, man. Yeah, Foxy Brown, Coffee, uh, Jackie Brown. Uh, she played Amanda Waller on Smallville, uh, who is now played by an actress of great renown who I cannot remember. Oh. I can't remember her name. Well, that sucks. Yeah, uh, but she's all, you know, whatever. Good. Great. Super. Uh, super, super yeah. Cool. Um, let's see. Is anything really else notable that you might know Pam Greer from? I think those are the big ones. She's grandma on This Is Us. Yeah. There you go. Um, yeah. No, I mean, like, she's she's great. I mean, she's a little more niche than the other big names that we have here. But, like, she's still awesome. Yeah. And like I said, I, I recommend Jackie Brown. I I, I love Quentin Tarantino. I, I fucking love Elmore Leonard, and that is a a cross of both of those worlds. Uh, it's based on the Elmore Leonard book Rum Punch. Uh, Rum Punch. Yeah. Uh, moving along, Jack Black. Uh, again, at this point, known for being Jack Black. Yep. Um, some of his bigger roles were School of Rock. Uh, High Fidelity, which I love. That's a oh, fantastic so good. Movie. That's that's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, that, I think that is also in my top ten that's, of movies. That's my that's one of my comfort movies. Like I can see that if I don't feel good or whatever, and I just want to watch something that I know. Tonight we're Barry Jive in the Uptown Five. <laughs> uh, Nacho Libre, King Kong. Um, he's probably. I bet you like. Because this is like kind of no, well, well, definitely not in my wheelhouse. You might have more experience with this. He's the uh, you know Kung Fu Panda in the Kung Fu Panda movies. Yeah, if if you have kids, you've seen it. Yeah. Um, Officer yeah. Dick in the Tony Hawk first Vader game. I did like him in the Jumanji movies. Oh yeah, yeah. There's there's a new one. The new the first new one was pretty good. Yeah. Second one was not quite as enjoyable. Uh <laughs> no. Still still some good stuff in it though. Yeah yeah, uh, namely Karen Gillan. 
Um, oh, the Polka King. I I almost watched that the other night. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, what's another one with him? Bernie is another like movie I heard is good. I just... Uh, yeah. I need to be in a Jack Black mood, and that is not a mood I am in frequently, not to his discredits. No. Um, Tenacious D. Accidentally spoke to him at Meltdown Comics in Los Angeles. <laughs> Did not realize it was Jack Black. How? Like, how? He was in there with his kid, and, like, it was me and Amanda were in there. Um, we were just walking around looking at the store, and, like, I was... I gave him a bunch of Evil Geek stickers to, like, hand out. Yeah. And I just, like, this dude and his kid walk in, and he's, he just looked like a homeless dude, basically. Like, he had a jacket, like, he had the hood on his head, but, like, he didn't have the jacket on. Yeah. Like the kid would do, basically. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was, like, him and the kid, and they're walking around, he's got a big scruffy beard, and, like, uh, you know, they're just, like, looking at stuff and talking. And I was wearing, uh, I have a t-shirt of first appearance of Wolverine, Hulk 181. It's got the yeah. cover on it. And, like, he just, you know, was walking by me, and I stopped to let him go. He's like, oh, man. He's like, that's an awesome shirt. I'm like, hey, cool. Thanks, man. Like, again. Yeah. Didn't even realize, like, you know, I'm like, I'm like, that voice sounds kind of familiar. Yeah. And, like, Amanda and I are, are walking around, and, like, they like they start talking about a game, him and the kid. And I forget how it happened, but, like, Amanda starts talking to the kid about the game. Like, he asked her something, maybe, and like, yeah. about this game. And she's like, oh, that's a great game, yada, yada, yada. Again, talking to Jack Black and his child doesn't yeah. even realize it. Yeah. And, like, I'm still, like who is this dude? Like, I, like this dude's acting very weird. Like he's yeah. very friendly with everybody. Like this is also at the same time, um, Ninja from, uh, the Antwoord is also in the store. What? Yeah. I mean, this is like the surreal like moment that I'm in. It's also <laughs> New Year's Eve. I should mention. <laughs> so like, it's just completely surreal. Um, and like, I hear, and like, I'm, just, I'm like, who the fuck is this? And then like, I hear the voice again. I'm like, that's Jack Black. <laughs> and like, I'm like, holy Christ. That's like, I just like the voice hit me. I'm like, oh my God, that's Jack. And then him and Ninja yeah. start talking like, oh, hey, how's it going? Like, nice, you know, they yeah. never met before. It sounded like, but they were like familiar with each other. Like, yeah. Cause they, oh, I'm a big fan, big fan. And, like, he's like, hey, you know, like one of them's like, I'm going to this party tonight. You should come. And I'm just like. Uh, can I come? Can uh, I <laughs> yeah, but then you'd have to be around Ninja from Dan. Yeah, yeah. Like, and like, it was nothing. Like, man, what are the odds? That there's two homeless dudes in this. Sto- <laughs> oh wait, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was wearing fucking like itchy and scratchy like Zubaz pants and like <laughs> a filthy jacket and like a dirty backpack. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. That's like one of the most surreal moments of my life. Ugh. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Jack Black, you know who Jack Black is. Yeah. Uh, and holy Christ, finally, uh, the last person I have on, better known as Frank Welker. Uh, he is the voice, uh, like random alien voices in this. Yeah. Um, he is also random voices from throughout your childhood. Uh, most notably, he is Megatron on The Simpsons. Um, what? Yeah, not, excuse me. <laughs> He's Megatron on the Transformers. <laughs> I don't know why the Simpsons just jumped into my head. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's he's Fred on Scooby Doo. Um, I think he's done Scooby at a couple points also. Uh, yeah, Scooby. Yeah. Um, Dino Mutt. Another like seventies character. Oh yeah, well yeah, Dino yeah. Mutt was uh, Blue Falcon's sidekick. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, Curious George in the Curious George TV series. Um, basically any cartoon animal, uh, like he has done like the voice of, yeah. um, excuse me. Some of the things I was going through star Wars resistance, um, guardians of the galaxy TV series. 
Oh, cartoon, cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays the voice of Odin in that. Um, Odin and Avengers Assemble. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I, you know, um, he's Nibbler on Futurama. That's right. Oh, shit. Yeah. I, like, I want to stop going through, but there's other, like, things keep popping up as, like, as I was going through it. Oh, man, um, yeah, he's on VeggieTales. <laughs> the Jesus Pushing Vegetables cartoon. <laughs> Um, he's the voice of, um, shit, I have, oh, Scooter on GoBots, uh, so walking in two worlds, Transformers and GoBots. Yeah. Uh, he was also... GoBots are the Kmarts of Transformers. <laughs> they are. They are. Uh, he was on The Simpsons. How about, he's the voice of the dog. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. And the cat, it looks like. Yeah. Um, a bunch of voices on Robot Chicken, um... Jesus Christ! There's one that keeps popping into and my head. And we're only into 2013. Yeah, I mean, he goes back to the like the 80s. Uh, he's the couple of the Beagle Boys and the Ducktales cartoons. Um, Scooby Doo, All Damn Day, Transformers. Uh, he does a bunch of voices on the Batman animated series. Yeah. Um, there's oh Gremlins. That's the one I keep forgetting about. He does a lot of the voices of the Gremlins uh, in both of the uh, uh, both of the movies. Yeah. Okay. Um, Did Howie Mantel do Gizmo, Gizmo in the second one? In the second one too, or just uh, the first I one? I believe so. I believe he's the voice of Gizmo in both of them. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I we could do this. We're still. I've been scrolling since I started talking about him, and we're on 2010, 2009 yeah. right now. Yeah, I mean, he's in a ton of stuff. Uh, let me see if I can get to the bottom. I mean, he's just voices in video games, cartoons. Um, I just Clifford the Big Red Dog. How he was still Christmas Toy Story two. He was he did uh, voice work for Baldur's Gate two. Yeah, he did uh, Baldur's Gate one also. Oh, uh, did he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's the voice of the parrot in the movie Deep Blue Sea. Oh boy, <laughs> yeah, he's J not J J Abrams. LL Cool J. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's the voice of Godzilla in the 1998 Godzilla. Uh, I mean, like you can see, he's just a lot of lot of voice work, a lot Jesus of creature Christ. voice work. Uh, I'm, we're still scrolling, and I'm in 1996. Yeah. Uh, Gargoyles is the voice of Bronx. Sick. Um, let's see. We will get to the end of this. He is, like, this, I don't know why I know the lyrics to this. He is the voice of Barney Rubble in the Fruit Pebbles <laughs> commercial in which he raps. <laughs> oh, it sucks. Yeah. Uh, he's the voices of Toka and Razar and Turtles 2. He was Game Boy and Captain N. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. I'm not going to lie. I, I loved watching Captain N, but Jesus Christ, was that a cash-in garbage oh, yeah. cartoon? That cartoon does not hold up at all, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, no. I loved that show when I was a kid, and it is not good. Nah. Uh, he does voices in the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon from the '80s. Sweet, uh, Inspector Gadget. Uh, shockingly, does hold up. Really? Yeah. Huh. He's the Doctor Claw in Inspector Gadget. That was only Next on time, for gadget. two seasons. That's well, cartoons of like one season of a cartoon is like 80 episodes sometimes. Yeah. Well, back and, in the '80s, it's sure shit yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they had quote unquote seasons. <laughs> they just had. Let's just keep going with this show. <laughs> He's the voice of Turbo Teen, which I believe we mentioned on here a couple of times. Turbo This is the cartoon where it's like about this kid. Anytime he gets hot, he turns into a car. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we talked about it when Ken Reed was here. Yeah. Uh, 
he's a couple of voices in the G.I. Joe cartoons. Uh, still only in 1984 as, as we're scrolling. Jesus Christ. No, there's there's so much. Uh, the Littles. I used to watch that show all the time when I was a kid. Um, he was Iceman and Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Right, what was his first role? I'm trying to get, get to. all the way down here. Your <laughs> finger's going to fall off. I mean, here we go. Holy shit. 1969, The Trouble with Girls. God damn it. Well, he, here we go. He started oh, doing so he's, Fred. He's the original Fred. Yeah. In 1969, he started doing the voice of Fred Jones. God damn. That is insane. He's been doing that for 53 years. That's got to be some kind of fucking record. Yeah. That's crazy. And he's still going. Yeah. Still going. Hong Kong fooey. Well. <laughs> Uh, I love the wax version of uh, the, that theme song. Yeah? Yeah. The band Wax does a version of Hong Kong movie. Really. Uh, W-A-A-X Wax? Would you like another coffee? Uh, W-A-X. Uh, Would you like another coffee? Uh, no. Yeah, all right. Uh, that will finally do it uh, for Better Known As. That was so much. Oh, my God. We're in the crapshoot territory. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, this is, this is a really fun movie, you know, um, it's not, it's not Hamlet. No, no, you, you get what you pay for in in this movie. Like, it's just fun. Like there's, there's really good satire, you know, like it, it's, it's a clever movie in what it does. It's not like a you don't have to be a brain box to understand yeah, the jokes like it's goofy stuff blows up and like you yeah. know martians do cool shit like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep and and that's all i needed it to be like but i like i said earlier like i miss this style of movie like you don't get satire anymore you get parody yeah and and a lot of people don't understand the difference and like i mean not only that i mean like anything that gets made at this point needs to be either like sequel ready or part of an existing universe or IP. Yeah. And like, while I mean, while this does fit that, like just this light breezy, like not deep movie, like you, you're not going to get that anymore. I think. Yeah. You know? No. Um, and that's really a shame. Um, cause I, I think it has legs like the, this style of movie just, it could, like I said earlier, be successful. I, I really, really would love to see a serious take on like a like an like a, an alien invasion movie like this. Like yeah, with the like the retro looking you know sci fi saucers and monsters and like give me all of that like in a serious way. Like, I think I, it'd be cool. Yeah, it, like it it'd be tough to do, but like in the right hands, it would be just oh, it would be so good. It, you would have to <laughs> fucking Tom Jones, Tom Jones calling yeah. call the fucking Falcon over. <laughs> he just breaks into it's not unusual. <laughs> Yeah, deer as well as squirrels and stuff. <laughs> that man is a treasure. Yeah, like, that's goofy as shit, but, like, that's a great way to end that fucking movie. <laughs> like, he didn't need to be in it at all. Like, that's just, it's just candy. Yeah. Um. Oh, my God. Yeah. <sighs> but, yeah, like, uh, a, a newer movie, like, styled, like, an old 50s uh, sci-fi movie. Yeah. It would have to be 
like a one made by Hulu or made by Netflix or something like that. That would never get a theatrical release. I don't think any like, major studio is going to take it. Well, maybe. Like maybe I think, again, it depends on who it is, like who's doing it. Like, like Blumhouse might do something like that. Oh, that I think that would be the best way because, like, yeah, they would treat it the way it needs to be treated. It would like, either be like, if I had to guess, like who could do something like that, it'd be Blumhouse or Bad Robot. Uh, that's the other name I was gonna say, J.J. Abrams. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, because I think he has a reverence for a lot of that old stuff too, so he might do it the right way but i think blumhouse would have that like like this is that, this, this that, is that what we would sauce. get this, this is like that special sauce you this know? is what we would get though it would be rob zombies alien <laughs> invasion movie. That, that's exactly what they would do yeah <sighs> whatever uh, i mean just that era of movie is just gone man that's, yeah but yeah, like that. Like I, I really would like to see that. I think it could be done. I think it'd be done well. Yeah. Uh, but I don't. I don't think we'll see. Well, I mean, I don't know. Never that, say never. That's but... a genre that like has been on the shelf long enough where we're due for like a revival of that. Yeah, things like things cycle through. Like, um, like crime noir had a, a resurgence for a little bit. Um, you know, obviously vampires and zombies went through. Yeah, their like slasher flicks came back around. Yeah. They're they're starting to go back out, so I don't know. We we could get we could get alien you know horror at some point. We could. What in the hell are we watching now? I don't. I think it might be Transylvania six five thousand. Yeah. yeah, something just started automatically. <laughs> it's distracting. Yeah, <laughs> turn that off. Yeah, there we go. Oh, uh, boy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this is fun. It's just really enjoyable. Yeah. Um, effects. No, don't yeah. don't come into it looking for beauty. Yeah. Just just accept it for what it is, man. Yeah, enjoy the ride. Yeah, um, I think with that we're just gonna get the hell out of here. Like, there's not much left to talk about. Yeah, no, we we've said uh, all there is to say. Yeah, so we'll leave you with our socials. Uh, you can always find our website www.bigdumbmonsterspodcast.com or www.bigdumbmonsters.com. Uh, if you want to email us anything, that would be bigdumbmonsters at gmail.com. Uh, give us show suggestions or uh, just drop by to say hi, say what you do or don't like about the show. Uh, you want to tweet, do that at dumb underscore monsters. Uh, you want to hit us up on Facebook, we are Big Dumb Monsters Pod. And if you are on Slasher, uh, we are Big Dumb Monsters Podcast uh, on that social network. Um, we are also on Instagram at big underscore dumb underscore monsters. Uh, you can also check the podcast out on YouTube, uh, the big dumb monsters channel. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting something, but I don't know. We're out there. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, wherever you can, if you would please rate review, you know, do that kind of thing. Uh, it helps other people find the show and then helps us not feel like losers. <laughs> Helps us feel good. Yeah. Help <laughs> us help us feel good. Um Yeah, that's that's gonna do it. Uh, as always, don't let ghoulies eat your ass. Do not let ghoulies eat your ass. Um we will be we should probably throw in there, we will be at Saratoga Comic Con in a couple of weeks. Uh, um by the time this comes out, it should be like three weeks away. Yeah, so come um, find us, hang yeah. out. Don't murder free stick. We are don't murder us. We are loaded to the gills with swag. Oh, we are flush. Yeah, so come get your shit. 
Yeah. Uh, we have it. It's awesome. Yep. <laughs> uh, bye-bye. <laughs>